We're going to walk the track at Blackhawk Farms. We are at Blackhawk Farms. Abram Schmucker, Matt DeRoos. Hi. What's happening, dudes? I've never been here before. I'm kind of uh, excited. I can't believe you haven't been here before, and you're from West uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yep. Twin Cities. I don't know what that means. Uh, Minneapolis-St. Paul. Yep. Minneapolis-Tits. <laughs> Minneapolis. Hey, look. Yeah. It's the Honey Badger. Yeah. The best CRX ever right there. Scott Giles, Renee Heinz's car. Uh, have you seen them here? They were here earlier. Yeah, I saw them uh, a bit ago. Is that Chris over there with neons underneath of his fit? That, that's about right. They've only been gone like two hours. Yep. Yep. We're not going to hang out with them right now. He's pulling back into Blackhawk. It's midnight, uh, the night before track day. They've been gone longer than three hours. <laughs> Has it really been that long? Yeah. Because I, I haven't seen them. And I've been I got here, here right after hour. nine, and it is now right after midnight. <laughs> Look at the multicolored neons underneath that thing. Though. Apparently, that's why the battery in that thing always goes dead. Yeah, that doesn't uh, surprise me at all. But. So, did I tell you that at Honda Meet, I went out with Levi in the EF, and it was the best yes. thing ever. Yeah, um, that was your first experience with low horse or low weight, high horsepower front wheel drive. It was amazing. That was medium horsepower. It's like a NAK twenty four. So uh, I drove the Look, Evo. A There's a bridge at, you can walk at Honda Meet and was super slow. I, yeah. I think I ran a forty three on old tires, and that was about the best I could do. Two fifty five. They were two sixty five. They were uh, oh like, your uh, one lap tires. The like trainer one lap tires. So, okay. um, and I those, used those 40 rivers? gallons of E85. <sighs> wow. And, uh, I went out with Levi in the EF and he was like, I don't know, I put gas in it, it I checked the oil and it was fine. <laughs> and um, so 40 did, gallons, you didn't even run every session though. I ran a lot of sessions That's and I also corded a tire. Though. So you still recording? I think so. Good. Yeah. All right. We, uh, Richard's got a headlight on. Yeah. That's pretty great. Um, so, we just entered the track at Blackhawk Farms. It's midnight. We are walking the blend line. They have a lot of big cones out here. but I wonder if the uh, the one-lap RS uh, 11s are still back there under the bridge. Uh, I think uh, they probably are because tire marks don't go away here very fast. This is old pavement. So, uh, I have the car on the trailer this yeah. weekend, and uh, I've never really launched it, so I kind of want to try, and I... I wouldn't recommend just like launching it before you have a lot of fun with it a couple days first. Do, uh, it, well, do well, it before you load it on the trailer. That'll be fine. I wouldn't sidestep the clutch either. Dustin told me to just not be a sissy because he did hundreds of launches in his car before it blew up. Are those things, the, the diff and trans and everything in that, are those like burly? I know you've, eh. you've had yours put together by TRE. But... It should be good enough. Like they're pretty strong? I've well, seen Evo 10s abused. Every which way. It and seems like people like like to, together. Yeah, like seems like people like to beat the shit out of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Matt, Matt, uh, Matt Drews hasn't been on the show before. Uh, actually, you were on the show for like two seconds at PRI yeah, a couple years ago. Two years ago at PRI. Um, so you and Brad Yonkers this year are sharing E46 M3 or or multiple versions of uh, <laughs> in Grid Life Time Attack. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're currently driving his supercharged E46 M3. What is, uh, what, wh- so you guys have two E46 M3s. You're putting, yep. what, a V8 in yours? That's the plan. Uh, <laughs> I saw pictures engines, of a V8. Engines at the machine shop has been for a while. Oh, no, you're in the uh, machine shop jail. And, uh, I hate that place. Was hoping to have a kit from a certain well-known manufacturer of LS swap kits. Okay. Uh, was expecting it to be done, like, Late spring, early summer, and then their plans changed because of their commitments to Formula Drift. Oh, okay. So now, hopefully, before 
winter I'll see a kit maybe. Right. So Nikolai has had uh, an LS swap in his car for yes. quite a while. Like years. How yeah. does uh, how does what he has done differ from what you want to do? Uh, essentially it's the same, but I want to kind of like have an all inclusive kit. I don't want to have to do wiring or fabrication if I have to. What are we looking at? And, uh, the moon. Whoa! Look at that moon. Holy crap! Come back here a little bit. We that's got, pretty wild. We got five feet of cable. Damn, that's a red ass moon. That is, that is awesome. <laughs> that's very very pretty. We're down by turn one here, and that moon is right up the middle, halfway, and it is red. That's very red. I thought there was like a, a security person going to yell at us <laughs> or something. I don't think there's any security people no. that aren't super friendly here. Except this place is super friendly. Jeff, Jeff is awesome. Yeah, but he, I mean here right now, Jeff is everybody here is awesome. This is the friendliest racetrack in America, I think. It's super friendly. So you're putting a V8 in your car, and Brad, yep. and you're driving Brad's car with him this year, and it's supercharged. Yep, yep correct. Um, how do you like that chassis as far as like living with it long-term, beating it up? Um, um, since you're playing with two different cars, you probably experience lots of problems or fixes. or like. I know so we have a lot of BMW listeners, too. Yeah. That's why I want to ask you about <laughs> BMWs. Yeah, so my, with those handers. So my first experience with a BMW, like I'd never driven a BMW up until 2010 when we, when uh, like Brandon Ranzek, myself, and two of our other friends bought an E36 328 to do trump car with. Okay. Yeah. I immediately fell in love with the chassis, like, because I had an Evo 8 at the time, and all-wheel drive, gross. Right. It was like Ew. it was like 290 wheel horsepower on a good day. Your Evo one? Yeah, it never made more than 300 on a dyno. And I I enjoyed it, but a car that was rear-wheel drive weighed maybe 2,600 pounds and had made 190 wheel horsepower was infinitely more fun than my Evo ever was. Uh, how much did, how much the Evos weigh? Like the Evo 32 ish. Well, it's not that much heavier for stock one. Yeah. But you just like the way it drove better. Yeah. I don't know what there was about it. They always weird me out, E46 and E36s and some E30s that I see on track. They always lift that inside front wheel. <laughs> That's the best it's part. so strange looking. <laughs> <laughs> to a front wheel drive nerd like yeah. me, that just seems backward. Oh, I, I agree. Even even Evos lift the inside rear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, and I, and, and at the point where I bought my E46, I had never driven an E46 M3 either. Okay. And I was like, this is... I had a whole spreadsheet of what car I was going to replace the Evo with. Nerd. Well, because I was doing a <laughs> comparison of like pros and cons and like where this would fit in certain racing classes. I didn't even yeah, know what yeah. grid life was at that point. Like what? grid life existed, but I'd never been there. I thought you. I thought what you year was your first, first year? Are you coming uh, in 15? 15. So that was the, so the I, rainy I, year. Yeah. I that bought, was the first real well, timing year, too. I, I bought my car April 1st of 2015. Grid Life Midwest was already sold out that year. Yeah. So I went to Audubon. Oh, and then uh, the second round of the whatever it was, the second round at, at Gingerman. Yep. Yeah. Uh, of the October. Yep. Whatever. And at that point, I think it was round three. Three that year. Yeah. Yep. We did Gingerman and Audubon and then Gingerman. Correct. So my, yeah, then my car was bone stock. But uh, to get back to the original question about like reliability and stuff. So Brad bought his car as it sits, more or less, with the supercharger a year after I bought mine. Okay. And yeah, he fought a C5 Corvette. Yeah. <laughs> he bought that car. Yeah. And uh, but we more or less just did the 
typical preparations for the car just to you know make it track worthy and reliable and what kind of stuff is that like refresh bushing yeah fresh like, coolant system kind of stuff yeah like uh like the the rear subframe tends to rip out of the chassis so you reinforce that yeah yep. is there like off the shelf kits for that yeah just those? plates that you weld in okay uh some people say they still fail but i don't know mine have been fine i've been beating the crap out of some my car some people say that they work okay if they're not ripping factory but yeah. i've seen a couple of them like severely rip yeah it's it's i don't know in my opinion it's not a matter of if but when yeah and some tend to rip sooner than others i don't like that doesn't make sense to me but um, all those uh, sidestepping clutch drops. <laughs> yeah. Happen. All those Abe launches. Lay, make, making 11s with the, with the rear tire. And then even, like, before I took my engine out, it was bone it was bone stock aside from an intake and a cat-back exhaust. Now, and now is there a, a market for the... Uh, it's an S54 model. S54s? Yep. Yeah. Uh, I think I sold mine for 3200 how old was it? How many miles? 130,000. It's a pretty high mileage one. Yeah, it was, I mean, I bought it with 96,000 on it. So you put some decent miles on it. And, like, over half of that was track mile, too. No way. Well, you did one lap in the car. Yeah. That's right. That's well, I mean, right. that was, what, 5,000 miles? But, but still, yeah. Uh, how did it hold up at one lap when you guys did uh, it? Couldn't have, could not have gone any better. No? Just, just rock solid? Four, 14th overall? 15th overall? And that was basically, like, suspension and a couple of bolt-ons? <laughs> and... A wing and a homemade splitter. <laughs> that's, that's right. On in Continental uh, Extreme Contact Sports. Yeah. That w- so not even like the super tire. No. Like no. It's, it's like a good all-around tire. Because we, we. So actually, it was because of their uh, their endorsement that I just bought a set uh, for the Evo. Yeah. Actually, they're, they're fresh they're on there now. I mean, the fact that we did one lap last year, 2017, and uh, we swung by Road Atlanta, so I'd already been at that point. I'd have been to Road Atlanta twice, and I did the the laps at Road Atlanta, and I was maybe a second off my lap my lap times there during, on RE seventy one during, during grid life. <laughs> That's really close. Yeah, and that was a really hot grid life. Yeah, it wasn't exactly ideal temperature. It was not. Yeah, it was not cool. What were the temperatures like when you guys were there for seventies uh, around eighty maybe? So like pretty ideal. Yeah, especially the morning session. The the afternoon session was getting pretty warm. Yeah, it. Uh, it almost seems like temperatures don't affect cars as much as you'd think at Road Atlanta. Every like some of the ho- some of the fastest records that are set are like when it's eighty oh, plus. Yeah. Like nobody drives when it's fifty below that. Like in, except in December. Yep. Um, yeah, and that that was the first time I went flat to the floor through twelve. <laughs> I remember the very lap. first lap I did that, and I came out of it. And I remember going under the bridge thinking, this is going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that was about how it was. And the first lap, I kind of yeah. babied it. And the next lap, I just was like, oh, let's see what happens. And I think you might do it. Yep. If I just keep steering, yep. <laughs> I just can't lift when I yeah. until I'm like into turn one. <laughs> it's one of those magical moments. I think uh, me uh, at turn 12, uh, when I did grid life in 16, mm-hmm. losing my mind. I got out of the car and I was like, I don't, I don't want to do so, this anymore. I, I do not like this. Doing it in a car like yours with like you had like what four fifty wheel horsepower back there about yeah, that would be very fast. Like no, you'd be I approaching just, probably what like one ten at the bottom of it, one hundred five. Probably. I, I know that I was afraid of the car 
and and it was on street tires. Uh, and it was on streets on two fifty fives. Oh, I safety, was no, cage, um, no harnesses. I was shifting into fifth, so short shifting into fifth at the top of the hill. Oh my gosh! Wow. Just to focus on not crashing into twelve. <laughs> so you were lugging it. Through. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, well, at least when you're lugging it, you've got the ability to lift and not have it like alternate the car's steering path. Like so, real but hard. when I when I start to think about like data analysis and the pace that Matt and Brad have had over the years compared to what I've done, I don't like thinking about going six second six seconds faster than that. Well, they are driving more than us. <laughs> so we got to give that part to them at least. Seat time helps. But. We Six seconds is a lot of time. We go to a lot of track events, but we don't happen to get in a lot of cars right now. Like, we're lucky if we get four sessions in, like, over a weekend nowadays. But You know, I, I always think about how, I, like, if I could ever help Grid Life or any other organization that I... Run away, dude. Run away. Yep. Just See, keep that's driving. Just it. It's like... <laughs> just keep driving. I want to help. I, I enjoy, like, seeing things grow, and I want to be a part of, you know, making things better. But then I'm like, well, then I wouldn't drive at all. So you you came to Grid Life when we were start. It was basically like Chris and I, and we were like ragtag buddies to make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and so how how do you think uh, from a driver perspective, how have things changed? Like trackside, is it is everything okay? Have we pissed you off? Are you about ready to leave? <laughs> do you love us? How are we doing? Uh I think that first those so those first two events I did in what was that? Uh, 15. 15. That would have been 15. 15. Yeah, 15. Uh, it was just like kind of like a bunch of buddies having some time laps together. Well, it was definitely more track battles perspective, yeah, it, you know? It was definitely less uh, fancy. Yeah, it was like it was really stress free. Like the competition was there, but we were just having fun. Like I remember because yeah. Matt Park and I were always battling. And, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Alex Westgard. Stuff like that, and we're all really close, and our cars weren't super modified or anything. And but then, like that next year, it started to ramp up. Yeah, it, like really quickly because Abe showed up, and Fucking Mike Abe. Vita was there, and he yeah. was quick. Yeah. yeah, Mike Vita will be here tomorrow. Excellent. He's helping with Standing Star Rally Cross. Cool. Like the whole RS team is like gonna just. Do oh yeah, it. and just gonna uh, like just Eric is bringing the the Z. The is LSZ. It? Uh, apparently it runs. So yeah, that's awesome. Run. It, he put a bunch of money in parts. Andy, Andy told me yesterday. He's like, "Yeah, Eric put a bunch of money in parts. He sent me a dynograph. He's like, it made less power." <laughs> <laughs> Poor Eric. But yeah, so so in sixteen it got pretty serious. In yep. seventeen it seemed to get like it, last year seemed bonkers to me. Uh yeah, I agree. Because uh, like the level of seriousness was almost not fun from some of the drivers. Um, I think this year it seems like the level of seriousness is high, but, like, the drivers seem to be having a decent time, which is good. For the most part, I think. Like, there's in, in brackets, at least at Midwest, it seemed like there was um, a new element to it that, like, made it a little bit more everyone's kind of coming at this problem yeah. Um, yeah. at the same time and it's all fresh instead of just being, I, like, clear. I really enjoyed it. Um, once we figured out how to run it and not make it take 12 hours i was like i just absolutely thought brackets were the coolest thing to watch um i hope all the spectators felt the same thing and we overall overwhelmingly we heard that they did but cool um it, it uh we i don't know well, we saw fans at the fence watching time attack, which doesn't yeah. really happen, thousands so that of was them don't awesome. watch time attack and it happened this time but um as far as events like this though like you know 
basically tomorrow and Sunday are just uh, an HPDE and a little bit of standing start autocross time attack things. Uh, and it's like one car out at a time for standing start. Uh, it's super chill. Um, these are the events that I really love. And they and they usually bring, sprinkling them in a little bit, like with Honda Meet and this, kind of, you know, after we get a little burned out after running three rounds, um, it seems to bring kind of the vibe back for me. And then I get excited about going to South again. That's what's happened in the last couple of years. So, like, competition here is minimal, right? We're doing stand start autocross. And it's but, a goof competition. Like, but, but something that's really unique about this is because the, the competition's not very uh, uh, formalized. It seems like everybody's, you know, put that energy into food prep. So, like, <laughs> yeah. track day picnic is an emphasis on picnic. Yeah, the picnic is seemed. It seems like the game is going to be strong this year if we if we relieve the reports. Uh, so, uh, I know that tomorrow. Nathan from Envious is bringing like empanadas and yep. a bunch of stuff, and. Dewey told me his whole crew is bringing a whole hog. What? Are they, how are they going to make that into I, food? I don't know. Like, are, they, are they bringing like a trailer smoker pit thing? Like, got to be something. It's got to be something that a involves. Giant grill. There's only. I mean, there's, maybe, only, maybe, there's only so many ways you can cook a pig. Maybe Dewey's going to buy a spot tomorrow, crash his car into the wall, light it on fire, and cook the pig on top of it. He <laughs> did crash here last year. He did crash up right here. up here. Yeah, this this right here, this cool section. This is my favorite part of the track. This is really high fast entry or high speed entry, and then it's kind of a hard right hander here, and then there's a tree right in the middle of the track. Pretty much, <laughs> it's really fun. It's <laughs> this place is so cool. The, the curves are very smooth. You can you can you can pretty much, you know, you want to click now the, the, apex the right gators up here. here are violent. Don't cross no, them. No, I don't think they're violent. Uh, you can get onto these, but uh, up here. This this one you don't want to get too far on, or you want to get really far onto it. Like if you, you straddle it, it, it will destroy the underside. You of your want to car. ramp it, or you want to just touch it. One or the other. But a lot of the curbs are pretty smooth. It's pretty readable. Like a lot of this is very readable track. But. I was told I put my tent in the right place because that's an exciting part of the track. Where'd you put your tent? Uh, right around the corner here. It's like five. Yeah, that's the place to put it. <laughs> You're gonna do just fine in spectating right here. This is the these these are the gators you're talking about, Abe. Oh yeah, yeah, right where this curb is here, uh, or the cone. That's the apex those cone. Are steps. Yeah, that's that's Road America gators. You don't want to touch yeah. those gators. Those are the you know the multi multi. It's like FIA ramp gators, but that's, that's they impressive. work they work really well if you nail them and like just launch it and like right where Sean is in the bike, like that's where you land again. Awesome. <laughs> like that's that's the fun <laughs> part. Yeah, there's a tree right here. And it looks really tight when you're at speed. Um, and there's a bunch of people in the bleachers, and it's super fun because everybody's, you're like, hey, look, people are watching. And there's like 12 people. But, yeah, I, I love this section. Where did Abe go? Is Abe taking a leak? Yep. Ah, he was peeing on the tree. <laughs> I'm going to tell on you. So this is like, this is like hey, Rich, uh, how's it going? the oak tree at VIR, but not. It's uh, it's the piss tree now. <laughs> That's what we're going to. Oh, sorry. Did me just in the eye with the flashlight there? Torch. It, uh, yeah, a torch. It's a torch. This is where. This is where Chris is. Yeah. You're right up front. You're right up on front here by the bathrooms a little bit. Is that Chris? Hey, Stewart? Chris. What's up, dog? Chris looks like he's firing up the charcoal yeah. grill right now. He's got briskets to start going. 
if they're going to go 15 hours, they're going to be ready by like uh, midday tomorrow. Delicious. Delicious. Yeah, this section right here, this is... Uh, so I went, uh, I, 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 really I straddled like the, like, uh, the apex whatever's well, you here. Bom- you bombed the, the rough curve there. Yeah, and, and I, I would put my, my right wheel real close to the cone here. Turn a little bit later than I thought. And then this, this uh, the next two, well, this this big sweeper right here, basically, it, it's kind of one big turn. In Abe's, in Abe's car, it's really fast until you find the limit, and then you spin his car out. That's true. Right in front of all your friends, which I happened to do last year. <laughs> was that so, what Abe was with? Yes. He, he, yeah, so he and I were in he, the he car at the that same time. It was so, it's so powerful. <laughs> and, and then I, I mean, put two wheels off on the right, and I was like, well, this is not going to work anymore. <laughs> So uh, I put two wheels off or like straddled the the uh, curbing here. See, I've never ever noticed this curbing right here. Oh, it's it's gnarly. <laughs> so anything that's underneath your car that's plastic is right just going to get rubbed yeah. away because it's gone. You can see gone. where somebody rubbed this today. Right here. It's so I've, high. I've I've never looked at this in any of the cars I've driven. The three cars I've driven here hard. Uh, I've drove I drove a spec fit a little bit, but. I drove my yeah. CRX. Here's here's where it gets no. Oh, uh, yeah. I drove my CRX. I drove your car here a bunch, and then I drove Fraser here last year when I had the Toyota motor in it. That was like the perfect car for this track. These are actual steps. Yeah, there. These are the you should not be out here. Steps. No, it's like four inches. The ramps on the That's, gators. Yeah. So if you go over here, bad things over. happen. You want to just touch the zub zubs right here, the drunk bumps. So. Uh, last year I let Adam drive my car, um, here and he and I were, were really similar on pace everywhere, except for, uh, I think this is five. Is that right? I don't know what this is. Five. I think this is like six or seven. And I'm, I'm sitting in the passenger seat and it's like, okay, well you're going through this corner, like. 10 miles an hour faster than I am. And, and I was doing it until I put two wheels off on the right-hand side. This is a really fast sweeper. Like, it's shift to fourth. I think I'm shifting to fifth in your car here. I don't remember, though. It's very, It's, very it's really quick. Because this is all acceleration. And stuff. so I'm sitting in the passenger seat, and it's like, okay, there's no chance we're making this corner. Absolutely not. And we put two wheels off. Well, I think it would have done it if I had not pissed away this apex here. Uh, and I was way more mid-track than I should have been. I should have been way more track left here. And then I would have had a little bit more washout room. And if I would have stayed, I lifted and, and put two wheels off. And that was the problem. I thought, ooh, I think I fucked it up. So we, we spun track right, crossed over the track, yeah. spun yeah. track left, and then got to facing and forward. It was fine. Everything is fine. And then we just proceeded on regardless. <laughs> Where did you go off here? Like the right entire, around here, you, know, you see that you see that bright light like a thousand feet away. Yeah, that was where we went off. We went off from here, here to there. Actually, so you started wrecking back there, but no, we were fine. We were fine up until probably where that. There's some curbing up here. I think that that's probably where we are. This is this that's is impressive. I was probably four feet to the right of this left apex cone right here, and this is kind of, you know, this is this is the fast section right here, and I put a couple wheels off. I bet you're the tree you're probably up somewhere. what like 110 here like you're going really really, fast, really quick really fast it's uh, it's very quick and then it's deceptively safe once you get past this tire barrier protecting or this kind of pile of tires protecting this pole which so it's just wide open past here the grass yeah there's absolutely there's like 100 feet of grass to the left and there's probably 30 40 feet off to the right 
All right. So it's pretty safe. I mean, it's not like crazy, but that moon got all orange now, not red anymore. Probably because Abe pissed on it. I. <laughs> yeah. That happened. Put that mic up to your face, man. Eat that mic. I'm not monitoring those levels. We got two recorders going. We have a new uh, Zoom H5 recorder so that Abe can record from Indy. So we can be the. A-team. I wish I lived in Chicago, but I don't. So no, you live a little bit too far away. But yeah, if uh, basically I put it off like right where Sean is here, all right, in front of us. Spun. And yeah, started getting like the back end off to the right, and then went cross track and then looped it. I don't think we spun off to the right. We only spun off the left. We just basically went cross track like sideways. I think that was the same lap that Dewey crashed. Actually, I think it was too. I, th- I actually think you're correct there. <laughs> just like Sunday afternoon. We're just screwing around, right? It was, uh, I don't know. Your car is too fast. Like I, it was, it was so different than the Fraser, and the Fraser was so planted here. And the faster it went, the more it was planted. Um, this is Aero not that. Arrow was starting to come into effect, and I think I was finally finding like eighty percent of the limit in this turn. And your car didn't have any of that. Nope. Uh, but it had way more speed and different grip, and I got a little bit like, like scared of it. I was talking to Brad earlier. The thing that my car doesn't have a lot of is that high speed grip. Um, yeah, it is. So, a like at, at Gingerman between seven and ten, that area of the track to me is the yep. most scary. I, I remember driving your car in the damp conditions at Gingerman there, thinking it, it felt like it was just gonna, like just let go, yeah. in in the uh, the hard right hand or left hand of there. Speaking of Brad, where's Brad Youngkin? He turned in early. Oh, so he's one of those people. Well, I shouldn't say early because he's normally Eastern time. So it's yeah, it's it was uh, after eleven when he went. Yeah, in. so it's like one thirty his time. Yeah. We're going to do about another 10 minutes of show here. All right, we should probably stop talking about this track, finish up talking with Matt DeRoos about future plans for his cars and all those oh things. Oh, boy. How do you like driving a supercharged uh, S54 car? It's, uh, why well, I, I said in the beginning, like, for even the first time I drove it what, last year at Autobahn, it's like my car with another, I don't know, maybe 100 horsepower. Is it really that much? And, well, the, whatever kit's in there and whatever boost it makes. I think it, it was a Dynan kit or something, right? It's ESS. Okay. I don't know anything about Yeah, it's some crap. brand. Uh, they make uh, like three different stages of supercharger kits. Okay. It's like a centrifugal kit. where like It's the, a Vortec. Yeah. It's yep. a Vortec, some sort of Vortec blower with yep. a cooler and everything. Uh, but Brad's never had it on the dyno. I'm hoping I can maybe fix that. Uh, so the the car is going back. Serious to the roost oh this yeah, so serious time attack competitor. So Not Brad <laughs> recently found out that he's going to be possibly in Japan for work during Grid Life South. Oh no! So that's one of the reasons we're here. So I can take the tri- car home with oh, me okay. and drag it down there. Yep, because this is like the the perfect midpoint for you guys, right? Yeah, it's like yeah. six hours drive for Brad, and it's five hours for me. So this is perfect. Um, Brad actually helped me out two years ago when he was in japan for work i oh <laughs> I parts had, huh no no not parts no um so i, I was uh, i was trying to get an engine classified and allowed in the scca super touring light category yeah um and it was a jdm only engine a d15b vtec and one of the things you need is you need to have a factory service manual and you need all those specs and like you have to have a factory service manual and like they don't make those anywhere um, doesn't say that it has to be in English because it's not, but, um, 
<laughs> there are the numbers are of regular numbers. They're not in squiggly number things. But um, <laughs> I was looking for this service manual online forever, and I couldn't find it. Like it just, I couldn't, I couldn't fill out a couple things in the VTS sheet in order to get it. Like, you know, in order to submit it. Um, and then Brad found me the manual for <laughs> when he was in Japan. One of his friends is one of his friends at work was like he he asked him or he told him what I needed, and the dude found it on like. Japan eBay or Yahoo Japan auctions or something like that. That's right? impressive. Yeah, and then Brad brought it home. I loved it. Awesome. It was so rad. <laughs> Got the engine classified, and, and uh, Richard and I just put it in last week. <laughs> awesome. So. so Blackhawk did, like, the, the heavy lifting for you here because they put asphalt on the line for you. Yeah, you can literally, like, follow this thing right here, basically. It's a nice repave of the line. Um, another kind of a unique. Have you ever been to a track like this where you have to drive across it to get over the paddock? It's yes, f- it's freaking cool. Uh, Gateway. Oh, Gateway does that. Yep, I've never been to Gateway. Gateway's fun. Is uh, do they have multiple configurations of the roval there? Or no? no, just the one infield, which uses like half the half the oval. So you're in the you're in you're on the high banks for like a lot. Yeah. What did you drive there? Trump car. Okay. Okay. I've been there. Three times, two times, three so times. So when you do a chump car race there, you're like locked inside of it. Yes. That's there's a there's a tunnel, but you can't get trailers through it. You can like walk through it or drive cars through it. Drive vehicle, right, yeah, regular vehicles. So you can do parts run. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. your biggest concern at a at a, at a yeah. endurance race. I, I I do love this place, but when I was driving my RV across it, I thought, wow, it's not very safe. You could just like turn left and like. Start driving on the track. Oh, yeah. When I arrived here, it was like, uh, did I just cross the track? You did. Yep. And then there's the silo right there off to the left. This is another really fast turn. Really fast. Like, it's a straightaway, basically, with a, with a light lift and, like, a fast car. But yeah, I just love this place. I love the vibe of it. I love the feel. The track is pretty smooth. Uh, well, I when th- I – I think it's very old, too. I think it's from the 50s. Yeah, when I rolled up, I was like, I wasn't sh- quite sure what to expect. Then I realized it was pretty well kept, and uh, the oh, buildings were like it's nice. Re- it's super nice. the The main, uh, like the meeting area, and and the you know the main building areas are gorgeous. Like yeah, new pole barn. There's a there's a tower you can see most of the track from. Uh, you can't see this section over here, but the the sound of the cars coming through the like woods though. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, man. the trees. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of trees. That's the only thing that scares me. But but somebody's showing up. Yeah, it's actually like it was a farm up until like whenever they built racetracks down here. But I just love this place. I think this is the fifth time I've been here. Maybe maybe sixth. So I was here the first year when we did it in sixteen. I don't know why I came, but like I did, and I was happy that I was here. You just drove. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because you weren't uh, on staff until last year, right? Correct. Yeah. So, like, that was after the car was all banged up and... Oh, that's right. I remember talking to you at this event. Yeah, this was, like, where, where I became friends with yeah. everybody. Because yeah. uh, they felt sorry for you getting your car all smashed uh, up. I that. think that's that was it, life yeah. event. The, the first time I really ever talked to Abe, I talked to you on, I think, on Facebook Messenger or email couple of times but then i was like oh that must be that guy the guy that just got wrecked at autobahn <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that, that happened and, uh, 
when uh, when you went off and then you got pegged by the uh, V8 E36. Yep. But I'm no longer like uh, that guy, so that's no, good. No, no, you're the guy that got, I... You got hey, rid hey, of the Band-Aid? Hey, Abe, somebody got hit. Go talk to him. <laughs> Actually, you're probably not the best guy to send for that. I'm still probably the best guy for that. <laughs> Abe's, Abe's conflict... Uh, Diffusion skills lack compared to mine a little bit. He's too he's too doctory. <laughs> I don't know you. You You've got that bedside manner. <laughs> uh, Adam wasn't there for the uh, potential fisticuffs that the the, uh, the, the bracket brackets battle. were tense. Oh yeah, I, I Austin told me he was like, well, it happened. Like it, uh, the meeting happened. <laughs> it was a little intense. It was yeah. It was a uh, yeah. Some of the street class guys were a little bit like. I don't want to do this. <laughs> like I can understand, it's not the same thing. I think that goes back to the escalation over the past couple of years of the competition. Street class, like the the stock cars, like that class has just gotten crazy. Well, it's it's so, not what we thought it was going to no, be, right? No, it's, now it's, it's totally like different. Stupid fast cars well, and really good drivers. <laughs> That's so my my first what two no a year. The first two events I did were HPD Plus or Street. Yeah, it used to be called HPD Plus. It was fun. I had my fun. It was a, but, you basically had a stock car. Yeah, and the, well, and then I went into Street Mod with a stock car with a wing. Yeah. So <laughs> when when that Street Mod? when that class was originally off. conceived, it was like a gateway toward yeah. time. I did it right, because, and well, and I, now yeah, it's it it's called, absolutely not that. It was called HPD Plus because it was like, hey, let's do HPD and we'll throw a transponder on. Not like, and we'll make it the most serious class. Well, <laughs> I moved up to street mod because I wanted the competition. Yeah, there was a lot of street mod cars. And it's not that street didn't offer me competition, but I wanted more. Yeah, it, it's gotten hairy. It man. was guys like, well, in that year, Abe won. Abe won street mod, and I got second. And Ooh, we got a little bit of rivalry here. I forgot you were, and I was you fine were first. With He's an infinitely long, better so. driver. And I was fine with that. <laughs> I had no problem. I still got my cool steering wheel at home. That was a good trophy, man. Dude, it's so cool. it was usually the coolest trophy I've ever gotten. Yeah. Uh, but I think so. That year, I think uh, the driver. What year was that? Sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, that was sixteen. The driver had a lot to do. Like that was the year of the driver. I think. I like uh, throughout everything. A little bit less car dependent. Yeah. Potentially. Twenty seventeen was the year of the car because you got guys like Graham. Graham Gaylord, yeah, who came out with his insane, mod. his insane Subaru and street mod. Yeah. And then I think... Like uh, built to the limit yeah. of every aspect of it. I don't know that it's built to the limit. I it think there's more really left. Close. It was damn close. It was really close. He was making, what, almost 200 more horsepower than I was. Yeah. Um, and street really started coming around. And uh, as did track mod. Um. We we saw those classes drop so much time in uh, in records like and we still have yeah well like, uh, every I, single event it's, it's I I think Jeremy showing up in track mod yeah, has been Jeremy a catalyst Jason. for like yes. additional development because yeah. I knew yeah. there was I am the fast car am, that was ready to show up and when he got here like yeah. Puglisi got a whole lot faster as well because yeah. they're both like pushing each other now. And I am so happy that TrackMod finally has that competition because it needed it. Because it was kind of like I like I I like to see parity between the classes. Like I want to see them. I don't want I I don't like that. You don't want to see stagnation, right? In one of them. Yeah. I want to see the times 
differentiate and, between and, the classes. And track might had a lot of like unlimited cars with carpet, basically, uh, or like yep. unlimited cars with like a little bit more, not carpet, but like whatever it needed, dashboards. There's <laughs> unlimited cars with dashboards. Yep. Um, but and 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 hundred treadwear or higher tires, you know. Right. But, uh, well, it it wasn't until this year that even Andy's car like couldn't run yeah. in track mod, right? Well, and, and at the first South Festival. Uh, Brandon. Brandon brought it down. Did he run yep. unlimited or track mod? Track mod. Yeah, because I, I, I know at, at Autobahn they they swapped tires and swapped that car between classes. Yep. Because it was a it, it was basically it had a dashboard, so it was a hundred treadwear or Hoosiers, one or the other. We're correct. That was really the only difference. Like same car, no alignment changes, just throw some two hundred treadwear tires on it or whatever they are. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see. Jeremy do what he's doing in, in track mod. I would love to see what that Lamborghini Performante whatever Formante thing runs at uh, South. He said that like brake fade on that car is is more than you'd expect. Really? Yeah. He ran fast in that GT4 last year at South. The dude can drive. Yeah, he and I were neck and neck. Yeah, he and was. And last year it was an HP Plus car. Yes. That, Jeremy's uh, also like the most chill dude ever. Where he's just like, meh, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, we wrote a rule <laughs> basically because of him. And he was like, yeah, whatever. Okay, just buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> <laughs> no big deal. But yeah, the, the GT4 coming into HPD Plus was like, well, that's not really the car that HPD Plus or Street Class now should have. Like, So we put the $70,000 cap on it. The MSRP adjusted it's, uh, inflation. Uh, inflation adjusted, yeah. And and the seventy thousand dollars was chosen so that like an E E forty six M three could still be you know kind of like an intro like solid track car could still run. And I, I uh, think a C five Z fits, but a C six Z does not. No, like C's, uh, oh yeah, the Z six. It was it was yeah. supposed to be like uh, modestly priced older fast cars could <laughs> now still. Now Josh Orr who found like, the <laughs> fastest damn car ever. And Josh has gotten very quick too. Yeah, like he's wheeling that Corvette. That's a C six. So I didn't tell anyone about this, him? but he got I think black flagged at Autobahn on South Course. Yeah, Josh and listens to the show. Choose your he, words. He uh, <laughs> he would like had gone over an apex or something, and he had hit a side skirt. Yes, was dragging on yeah. the asphalt. So they black flagged him, and I talked to him in pits, and he opens up the front door, he grabs the side skirt, rips it off. <laughs> It does a burnout, like so straight back out to the track. It was the most oh, awesome, so awesome thing that I had ever seen, yeah, yeah. and no one saw it but me. Didn't care. Just right, we're here to drive this car. <laughs> just ripped it off. Yeah, it like just tossed it in the pit. It was the coolest that. thing ever. When yeah. when Josh was driving his twin turbo three fifty Z. Yeah. What was he in? He was in track mod then. Yeah, he's street mod. Street mod. Oh, street mod. Yeah. Yep. He and I were neck oh, and neck right. for the longest time. Because uh, he did really well at uh, Mid Ohio in seventeen, right? And then yeah, that's when the motor beat, popped. Yeah, because he won Street Mod in seventeen. In seventeen at, at Mid Ohio, and I remember him getting his first place trophy, and he said, "This is the first time I've ever won." Yeah, and I, I think it was only like his like fifteenth track event or something. Yeah, like he 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 had progressed a lot. Yep. And he, yeah, he deserved that one. That was that was for sure. Yeah, he drove really well there. Yep. But he was he telling me that the, the motor on that car gave up like as he was loading it on the trailer or something to the next event. Yeah, like it wasn't racing. He was just like driving it and it let go. Uh, he also then he built the motor, I think, um, and had he had an issue where there was like a ground problem, 
and the engine ended up grounding itself like through oil lines and like it melted oil lines and like wrecked everything uh, and so we had a lot of problems with the 350z but that's kind of, i think that's kind of kind of why he went just i'll just buy a car <laughs> yeah that, yeah throw tires on it and drive it i know he had a lot of teething problems yeah with that car and yeah. the uh, the z had I think Pico, Mike Pico from Red Mist, was like fixing stuff constantly in the turbo setup, and then there was a ground issue, and then it was like melted oil lines and all kinds of problems. But if uh, Josh was here, we could ask him, but I haven't seen him. I don't know if he's. Do you know if he's coming? I haven't. I haven't even looked at. I don't think so, but I'm not positive. I don't know that everybody in Grid Life has realized how awesome Track Day Picnic is. This track is just so cool. See, this is the front straightaway. So you got trees yep. on both sides. You're echoing these big willow trees. Like they they clean up the sound of like the stupid loud cars. But like every every car that goes by from the front straight sounds good. I think because of the mufflers of these willow trees, <laughs> it sounds so cool. It's such a great track. I've watched so much so many videos here. It's so old yeah, school. I've never been here myself. Wise, but man, it's fun. I do worry about all the tire barriers and the trees, but it's. Uh, well, how many tracks do we go to now that have walls right next to the track? Yeah. Tires tires and mounds of dirt are kind of a welcome thing versus concrete. Yes. Death. If you want concrete, go to Dominion. There's a, What's Dominion like? It's more like a, a go-kart track that folds back in on itself, and as soon as you turn off the front straight, there's concrete on both sides of you. Just walls. Kind of like uh, yeah. Palmer. Palmer. Without the hills, I guess. Oh my god! Why? Why do people put all this stupid concrete next to racetracks? There's <laughs> such better things you can do now. Palmer's on a hillside too. Oh my god! I've never been so afraid in a car ever it's as driving through Palmer in the it, rain. In a rain. Yes. Oh my god! So the 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 main straight at Palmer is a is a curve, and <laughs> I was the driving main is on re seventy ones in the rain, and I cross start finish at like hundred and fifteen driving through standing water there's water going from one side of the track to the other and i'm like this is silly i don't know why i do this no and that was only like your fifth racing event yeah like you were so fresh going into one lap with with how many horsepower evo 10 uh like 430 at that point something (laughs) like that all right we're exiting track this is pit in we did a lap man what a cool place i just love this facility there's so I much shade. Seen it in the daylight yet? Oh, it's so. The, cool. the shade is what makes this place. It's right? literally because beautiful. Like it's beautiful. It's gonna be a little bit hot during the day tomorrow, but tomorrow night's gonna be gorgeous. It ain't gonna be as hot as Audubon. Nothing will be as hot as Audubon. You could step on the surface of uh, the lava spewing out of the Big Island on Hawaii, and it's like <laughs> way, way chillier than Audubon. That was miserable. Fucking death. <laughs> so <laughs> terrible. I think everybody. Here's the other silo. Yep. This is the one you always see pictures of. Hang on. I dropped my plastic cup and I have a litter. Is that a uh, bro function it cup? It is a bro function rambler's cup. That's how serious our teams have gotten. That is. That's quality. Yeah. We should have a separate show to talk about the teams There's and like the teams. gangs that happen at Grid Life, which. Yeah. We're talking with half of the Donkers team. Oh, man. Do we have a real Brat team? Donkers. We got Brat Donkers. Now the, the the teams of Grid Life and the crews that have kind of like formed that's that's another like this year Chris has done a lot of like collaborative teas with all the teams Hartman's yeah. Racing Ramblers uh, uh, what's the other one that, that he did it with 
Westbrook Tacoma. He did a Tom shirt. He did a three six five racing shirt last year. I don't know. There's there's been a bunch of like really cool like buddy groups that have started coming. You know, on the way here, I was trying to th- remember or think of how Brad and I even began working together, and I couldn't remember. I, know, I mean, obviously, we did <laughs> one lap last year was the start of it all, but you guys were obviously friends before one. You weren't like, hey, let you want to well, do one lap? Wait, Let's wait. go tomorrow. So <laughs> the first time Brad and I ever met was when he went to. The Optum Ultimate Streetcar Invitational in 14. Okay. And I was there just hanging out with Brandon Randvek and all those guys that got invited you guys as well. Bunk beds and like became best friends. But like I like I met him, but we didn't really talk because I didn't know who he was and he didn't know know who I was and I was just some dude there. Like I wasn't driving at all. Yeah, you were just hanging out helping. And then I think it was the year later we started hanging out at Grid Life because uh, Brad kind of met andy and those guys through the optima events fred is handsome i would hang out with him too <laughs> and uh i'd probably dunk cars for him yeah right and that was back when he had a c5 then i wouldn't buy that yeah i'm not in it for those they're too good they're way too good but uh yeah he know we just kept in touch and through grid life and stuff like that and so it was like 16 though was the year of the buddies because i didn't know anyone when i came to grid life midwest yeah and there's that picture of us all. Yeah. That, you literally didn't know anybody. I didn't know. I didn't know anybody. And uh, there's a picture of all of us, like 365 RS, myself. And like the only way that I had known any of those folks was through one lap. And all of us are standing uh, next to Andy's car with trophies. Yep. Which was like super cool. And it was like, uh, for me, it was like that moment from the Sandlot where everyone was together that one time. And we did that thing that was really cool. <laughs> yep. That one time. That one time everybody won trophies. I've never ever won a trophy at Grid Life. Never ever done it. Probably never will. You so should do some uh, autocross. I'm so jealous of you guys. I don't think we have trophies for this. Good. Why, why do we do trophies for this? Because I said no. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 there's just too many things. Happening. You know, Brad and I didn't even sign up for Standing Start because we just wanted to come hang out. I think. Wait, you literally aren't even signed up to drive? Well, the cars are just here for HPDE, but oh, okay, okay. We didn't do standing start. Oh, we can we can arrange that. It's super fun. Fifty bucks. Yeah. All right. Well, I think we just did a podcast. That's like an. How long are we? Richard, let me see your face. Look at this thing. Forty-six minutes. Forty-six minutes. That's perfect. 